Welcome to the How Fitting Podcast, where you'll hear from independent fashion designers and entrepreneurs about how they grow their business, making clothes that fit their customer and values. I'm your host, Allison Haynes. Today, I'm joined by Nathalie of Dress Art. So welcome to the show, Nathalie. Thank you. So happy to be here. Yeah. For those listening who are just meeting you for the first time, could you share a little bit about who you are and what you do? Absolutely. So my name is Natalie and I'm founder of Tress Art. So Tress Art is online couture service and what we do, we basically help women embrace their uniqueness by designing one-of-a-kind items online um, with us. So we do custom-made and made-to-measure clothing. Uh, we help to design capsule wardrobes but also bridal wear. Yeah, that's a that's a lot. So I know there's so many things that I want to ask you about. Um, we've chatted back and forth a little bit on Instagram and through yeah. email. Um, but what kind of brought you into this industry? Like, why why did you start Dress Art? You know, it's I think it's been a it's it's a really long story. So just <laughs> uh, maybe I can take you to my childhood for a moment. So my mom's a dressmaker, and as you can imagine, I got involved into designing my own clothes and you know since I was very very small and um, I just remember I always got to choose my own fabrics and you know like influence the design the way I want before my mom would basically um, start making clothing for me so and I really love it I really enjoy it um, but you know like I didn't really want to develop myself and I didn't want to study fashion um, and I Finally, I, I, you know, decided to do fashion um, at, I guess, 20 years later after my corporate um, career. And so I worked as a corporate auditor and consultant, nothing to do with fashion. Uh, but, you know, what was interesting is that you can imagine I still design my own clothing and I always got my friends and colleagues asking where basically I got my cloth from. And then I said, like, I designed it and I explained the whole process, etc. And everybody found that that was such an amazing idea. And, you know, I just decided to test it and I built the website um, and basically, you know, started inviting um, my friends and my colleagues to test the service. And basically, uh, this is how I, I started. It was just, you know, a small project at the very beginning and I didn't really plan to, you know, to launch a startup. Um, so yeah, step by step, <laughs> like that, um, Dress Art was born in Paris out of my passion um, for high quality, um, you know, tailored clothing, but also out of my passion for technology. And as you know, now we do um, 3D design to help clients visualize their garments. And we also work a lot of, um, you know, with AR, which is very entertaining when it comes to design you know, your own clothing online. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that, that's such a cool story of, so it sounds like it's like you, you kind of grew up around fashion, but then didn't study it yourself, but then kind of landed back into fashion and entrepreneurship um, just because of your, your, your interest in, in the, the gap you saw in the market. Was entrepreneurship something that you had maybe always considered or was that kind of a, you fell back into that as well? It's a very interesting question. Um, 
I think this is something that I was probably born with, but I didn't have enough courage to admit. <laughs> and I always, <laughs> and, you know, that's why probably I just decided to start, um, you know, in an international company um, at the very beginning just to, start, to test my skills, but also, you know, I didn't want to, um, to set up any offline business at that time because I was literally dreaming of traveling the world and I'm so far I've lived in eight um, cities in five countries and I knew that that would be probably impossible if I launched something offline mm -hmm. um, so I guess that was one of my fears <laughs> back then mm -hmm. and this is I think it's actually impacted a lot the way that I designed the dress art as a business as well offering online couture service um, I think that just because I traveled a lot and I saw how complicated it was to you know to design your own clothing when you didn't have necessarily time to do offline fittings mm -hmm. um, it just helped me a lot to you know to shape the business the way I personally wanted to um, to experience the service myself so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I love that that you really like built a business around how you wanted to work as a business but then also like how you wanted to experience getting tailor-made clothes as a client too like you kind of thought yeah. of both ends and like how does it, how is this really going to fit with like my lifestyle and what I want or what people um in a position like me want so I totally love that um so what were some of the reasons why tailor-made clothes were so important to you was it just the nostalgia of having your mom make you clothes growing up or um yeah what what was the difference that yeah. kind of kept you getting your clothes tailor-made um, even in, as an adult? Um, I think there were a lot of things into that when I start thinking what I really loved about custom-made clothing and tailored clothing. So I think the first, um, I think what I love the most is actually the fitting, the feeling of wearing something unique that is made especially for you. And mm -hmm. um, I just realized that, you know, when I when I was wearing something bought off the rack, I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't feel confident in my own style. And, you know, um, I just tend to compare myself to others, how other women, you know, looked in similar dress or similar blouse. And then I just simply didn't like this feeling. And I guess that every time when I wanted to buy something, it was like the thing that was holding me back. But then, you know, I've also realized that, you know, I really wanted to customize every time when I saw the comment, um, you know, in the, in the shop, <laughs> I basically mm. wanted to, to change something about the design. Or I thought, well, maybe I should buy two items, but I didn't really need two items. Um, so I really wanted, you know, to, um, to save my money as well, because I, I thought that you know, when I can't find one thing that satisfied my need, then I would end up buying multiple items. And I didn't really want to create this waste because, you know, I was just grown up, I think, with a little bit different mindset of always caring, like, what would I wear? And if I would wear this item multiple times. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, this desire to make something um, tailored, especially to my needs, I think that's influenced a lot. 
but also you know, the idea of having um, the ability of choosing your own fabrics because like I have a very sensitive skin and to me it was um, always a headache to be honest to find well first the design that I like Mm -hmm. then the fabric that I like and you know like it, it was always always challenging for me um, so yeah I just thought there might be you know other women like me who had issues with that and mm -hmm. you know custom clothing is perfect solution those are such good points and I, I totally agree of like when you wear something that like fits well um, like my favorite thing as, as a pattern maker is seeing my clients or the fit model, um, try on the garment and like, you just see the smile on their face of like, I feel, you know, you can tell they feel amazing in this. Um, they yeah. just feel comfortable. Like it's not tugging. They can move around. Like, you know, that, yeah. that feeling it's like visible on somebody. And it's so cool to see that, like, it just gives you Absolutely. so much confidence that it, it's not you that's wrong. It's like the clothes yeah. weren't fitting you, you know, like the clothes are made to fit you. Um, and, and that's what it should do. It should uh, allow you to feel the way you want to feel and move around and, and travel and or do whatever activities you want in your day without holding you back from that. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree. And so you know, I, I was always like frustrated by the sizes. Yeah. Um, I, I could never find the right size. It's just like, was it something wrong with me? Or maybe it's just, you know, the industry that is mm -hmm. basically just not taking into account everybody's yeah. shape. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. I wonder what percentage of women are actually like can easily fit into standardized sizing because I feel like the the at least the most most of the people that I talk to everybody has something where where they're like oh I'm a bigger size on top than the bottom or I generally wear this size but I have a smaller waist or yeah. you know something or other so it's yeah sizing is is definitely tricky um so yeah you you talked about like not wanting to have like a, a physical, um, you know, offline business. And so you really built dress art around kind of this online couture um, service yeah. and um, you mentioned the 3D technology and even AR. So, but I, I'm curious how, um, because I think tailor-made clothing and like that whole experience and even the fashion industry in general is it's very old school in a lot of ways like it's a very uh textile or tactile you know physical like there is a physical garment that is resulting from this process so how do you kind of blend the more physical aspect of fitting and tailoring and garment making with a very modern approach with all this technology within dress art yeah, thanks for asking. Uh, I think that was, you know, my idea initially to, you know, to be able to um, offer very um, interesting service and entertaining service, but also to keep this kind of, you know, couture aspect. And so what we do basically is start the process with, you know, with a vision. And mm -hmm. once we know what clients, you know, has in mind and we basically start sketching and we start, you know, 
preparing designs and basically we send between three and four sketches to discuss the idea even further. So we do um, online communication, email, Zoom, uh, WhatsApp, whatever client prefers. And then, um, you know, based on that, we um, once the design um, basically is agreed, we start selecting fabrics. So we source the fabrics, um, having in mind exactly what clients, um, you know, want to receive as a result. And then we'll send, um, send them fabric swatches so they can actually um, see and touch fabrics and just, you know, um, understand better different types of fabrics. Mm -hmm. So um, once the design stage, I'd say, is agreed and everybody's happy, uh, we would also offer a 3D service which helps to visualize um, the items will be, that will, will be tearing as a result. Um, just because I realized that it's not obvious for so many people um, mm -hmm. and it's very hard to visualize and to imagine what you would have as a result just because mm -hmm. we get used to seeing you know, the final items straight away and um, this is just not how I'm, our mindset um, are built as well. So I find it's very, very interesting, but it also helps us um, to understand if the result actually meets our vision. It's sometimes it's quite hard and challenging um, to explain what we really want. Mm -hmm. And, you know, once the 3D um, design is complete, um, we would help with measurements taking. So there are many, many ways how we do that. We offer um, to take measurements online. Um, we would also um, give an opportunity to try our app um, and to take measurements remotely. And, you know, there are some other ways that we're working on at the moment, um, you know, just to be able to help people um, do it smoothly and, you know, not being too much stressed about it because I feel like Every time when people hear that they need to take their own measurements, it's just like, oh, wow, I've never done it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we always try to encourage them and, you know, how in any possible way. So, um, yeah, then after that, we would send a, a prototype of the garment uh, as well that, you know, our clients are able to try it at home and to test the pattern for fit and then also to be able to say they feel like any modifications are needed. And I think it's very important for them to, you know, to see not the final uh, garment, but somehow, you know, envision themselves if this is exactly the design and that they want um, to wear, because we definitely don't want to create any, any more waste in the fashion industry. And mm -hmm. if they feel that, I don't know, the length is not correct or the neckline is not what they actually feel comfortable about, we would definitely uh, modify the pattern uh, based on their feedback. And yeah, I guess um, that's it. So basically, based on the final result, uh, the twelve and of this remote fitting, we would start working on the final garment for them. And, you know, we keep them, um, we keep our clients updated on every stage of the production, sending pictures, videos. And so, you know, they, they keep involved into the um, into the process very much and i feel that's the beauty of seeing how clothing um, made you know how clothes are made so mm -hmm. it, this is not something that you would experience um you know if you buy something off the rack uh, and i guess that's the beauty of having clothing <laughs> tailored especially to your needs yeah 
yeah, you really see, I, I found that like making a custom garment for an, you know, an individual person, like they, they have so much more, you know, kind of ownership in the process and the design and really choosing something that feels very them. And then also um, they have a, a better appreciation for the finished product too, because they know kind of like when it went into the process and like how it was developed and like made specially for them. So it becomes not just, you you know, an item that they receive in the end, but, you know, like you said, a whole experience of seeing this garment take shape, um, which is, is really cool. So. Yeah. And this is not something, you know, that many people realize they mm-hmm. see the final garment in the stores and they don't particularly ask if, you know, the price is even real um, mm-hmm. because fast fashion is a different world <laughs> and you just cannot <laughs> compare. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it really sounds like dress art um, does blend those kind of traditional fitting techniques and kind of the experience of tailoring with with the you know remote or virtual um, technology as well. Um, yeah, was technology then like always this big of a, a part in your business, like from the beginning, or how did you kind of set up this whole? Um, workflow and process? Um, did it take some time to develop that? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, well, I, I, I love talking about tech. So <laughs> I studied uh, management of tech uh, projects. And I think, you know, somehow it helped me a lot um, building dress art. Um, but to answer your question, um, to be honest, at the very beginning, all I knew that I wanted to do an online business and I started to figure out how I could basically do it. Um, so technology was not at the very uh, beginning um, of, you know, of dress art, as we can see it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I started with a, you know, a simple collection of items and then, um, you know, I gave clients a choice, um, some kind of couple customization options and then um, I would ask them to choose a few options and we would tailor the final garment but somehow people were not very you know (laughs) were not crazy about this idea and it didn't really work out so every time when I had clients they wanted to design something unique and something that you know didn't exist so which was um, I'm sure you understand it's quite complicated in terms of process when you have to create something um, unique from scratch every time. Mm-hmm. So I started thinking how we could, uh, you know, scale the business and how we could uh, make it smarter. Um, so this is where um, I started looking for the companies that could help us to take measurements remotely just to facilitate the process as well. But also I wanted to give clients the freedom and you know when it comes to the design um, to avoid you know back and forth when it comes to um, to the sketches and this is where 3D helped a lot we could modify all the designs uh, all the details like you know basically in front of the client's eyes uh, and to make mm-hmm. sure that the garments um, is the way that the client wants it to be so um, but you know it was not uh, I would say something that 
was easy to implement. Um, you know, it's just after the pandemic, I think, where, um, you know, all these topics around digital fashion um, became very popular. And this is where we actually got immersed into this world of digital fashion um, with the technology that was developing very fast and during the pandemic and even now post-pandemic. Um, so, um, yeah, I think that there were so many things that literally changed um, during the last two years. And I agree, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, it definitely had an impact um, on how we do business now in dress art as well. Mm -hmm. You know, when the pandemic started, um, we had so many brides that were, you know, desperate basically because all shops were closed and they couldn't find, you know, a way to get their um, wedding dresses tailored. And, you know, our business model um, were, was, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> was a saver to them, I think. Yeah. Um, and it, it was incredible to see so many uh, brides turning to dress art at that time. And I could never imagine, um, to be honest, um, you know, to be able to offer this service, um, you know, to brides based around the world, designing dresses in 3D and doing sketches, sourcing fabrics. And that, that was incredible. Um, and I think that once again, um, pandemic played a huge role um, into how, how we do business right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it def just this whole pandemic, like I, I've seen similar things to what you were just talking about of it's the pandemic has really accelerated the need for remote working and 3D technology um, and really accelerated the pace of development in those programs and softwares and technologies as well. Um, I remember working uh, in 3D and Optitex um, starting in 2014, and it was it was kind of buggy at that point, you know. It, yeah, it, it is. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there was. It still was like it was helpful, somewhat on the design standpoint, but not as much for actual like fit testing. I, I felt yeah. anyway, but then. Uh, I started using Clo again in uh, maybe a year, a half, a year and a half ago. So um, end of 2020 and yeah, just 3D technology has, you know, <laughs> gained so much popularity and so much improvement in the last couple of years. Um, and I agree, it, it's so helpful to be able to just see without having to waste any fabric on, you know, multiple twalls um multiple fittings like you can you can make those design changes and communicate you know visually um you know even with somebody who's not trained you know in the in a, a design industry where they're able yeah. to kind of envision the end result um and it, it's it's really changed the workflow in many ways so that's awesome yeah absolutely and i think it's it's a great way you know as we aim to reduce waste mm -hmm. and this is just where basically things start, you know, from the design, from the vision. And if you're happy to do all these modifications uh, online, it's it's amazing. Like I said, it's saved. Um, it, it helps us to save time and, you know, materials, fabrics. Um, shipping. And, yeah, shipping as well. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. Um, so I'm curious, like sometimes technology can seem less, less personal, um, than kind of more an in-person, uh, experience. And so how, you know, especially I would imagine with brides, like they're, they're wanting still that, you know, they're, they want the experience. They want this kind of personal, um, connection and, and process to go through with this garment. So how do you, um, in dress art, still keep that personal touch for each of the garments you're making um, in such a technological workflow? That's very interesting. And, you know, I ask this question uh, myself a lot of times just because uh, I was also bright and, you know, I basically pandemic uh, made us change our plans as well. Like so many brides um, and my clients address art and, you know, I asked myself what uh, I actually wanted to see as a bride, and I guess um, that also helped to shape, you know, the whole experience um, and how we offer this service. Um, I just realized that our service uh, might not be made for everybody. <laughs> so we mm. have, you know, like I said, um, there are many brides um, still willing to get a little bit different experience um, visiting shops and, you know, trying the dresses on and then, um, you know, both doing multiple fittings and interaction, etc. But, you know, the thing is that um, I traveled a lot around the world and basically um, I've been an expert for like more than 10 years myself. And, you know, I didn't have personal connections in, you know, when, when I had to um, search for my own wedding dress, um, it was still very early days of dress art. I was just like, you know, I basically didn't have friends. My family uh, was away. For me, it was not the experience that I really, you know, was looking for. I knew the dress that I wanted and I knew that I couldn't find it anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, the majority of our clients, I feel that they are not maybe an exact same situation, but they might be living, you know, away from their families, friends, and, you know, the fact that they can actually, um, you know, schedule a Zoom call with them to show the toile and to show the fabrics that we send them. Mm. It's, it's really amazing. And just because I was in this situation as well, and I had my mom and sister, you know, on the other side um, mm -hmm. of my Zoom call, and they were actually, uh, you know, seeing me trying on the toile, and then I discussed different things with them online. So I feel like our experience is definitely, you know, not maybe um, what, you know, everybody might be imagining when they're searching for the for the dress, but it's it's very different, and I guess if you live, um, I don't know, somewhere far away from, from your family and you know exactly um, the dress that you want, um, you know, doing all this offline shopping might not be, you know, the experience that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. And and this is perfect because <laughs> in dress art, we do things a little bit different. And, you know, brides do not feel lost because we, you know, always in communication with them. Um, scheduling calls and then sending emails, sending pictures. And I, they're very much involved into the process. And 
our brides know they are very conscious how they spend their money and majority of time they're young professionals just like just like me you know and mm -hmm. we could not afford to spend i don't know five thousand um, dollars on the wedding dress mm -hmm. and i absolutely understand that so um you know my goal was to offer very affordable and accessible service um and you know we don't have any um offline space at the moment well which is not the problem <laughs> with everything that's happening right now and mm -hmm. Uh, but it helps a lot, you know, to offer affordable service while still uh, sourcing high quality fabrics. Like I personally visited a lot of mills in France and Italy to source beautiful, um, beautiful fabrics for our clients. And, you know, the exact same fabrics um, are used by very well-known fashion houses, but clients would pay, uh, you know, four or five, five times more than what we uh, basically charge at Dressart just because our business model is very different. So I guess, yeah, it, it, it very depends on what clients are looking for. Um, could not definitely um, offer what they would experience in, you know, offline um, stores. But at the same time, the service is very different and it's, uh, that might be one of the kind of opportunity for brides to bring their vision to life. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it really seems like the the power in in the process you built and the business you built in dress art is the opportunity for connections in, in a different way. Like you're connecting, um, like you're offering, like you said, maybe a bride who's not near their family, like the chance to connect, you know, with their friends and family virtually through this experience that they couldn't get with a, a local in-person um, shopping yeah. trip for for wedding dress so and and the yeah. connection connection to a you know custom-made piece that's affordable like you said and to these high-end fabrics that they might not be able to um, you know afford or get elsewhere um, so yeah it really seems like that's that even though there's so much technology like you're it's actually offering more chances for connection in, in a different way, which is really, yeah. really awesome. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, um, sometimes people also live in the remote area where they, you know, couldn't find any tailors, dressmakers uh, nearby. And basically that there are just, there is no choice for them to get custom clothing. Mm. We're just able to connect them with the right dressmakers uh, based in the UK or US or you know France and but also to offer them high quality fabrics like you said that might be quite difficult um, to find you know anywhere else mm -hmm. and the majority of fabrics are also surplus fabrics and desktop, desktop fabrics um, well obviously we work with high you know high quality lace that we source from France that are sourced on demand but we also try to you know responsible when sourcing fabrics and every time we have a more eco-friendly options um, we would definitely prioritize it and we know that this is what our clients value a lot as well um, is the opportunity to use recycled fabrics or you know surplus fabrics um, once again aiming to reduce the waste and probably do something you know good for the environment as well um, 
so yeah it's uh, it's it, it's very very unique experience and we try to make it um you know as, as much as responsible as possible as well yeah it sounds like it um, that was that was another question that I, I had, but you kind of answered it. Of like, how do you go about sourcing fabrics when you're doing kind of like one-off projects? Because you know, typically for a lot of brands who are you know don't need really high minimum or you know high, large quantities of fabric, it can be really tricky to find a consistent source of quality fabric, especially at an affordable price point at lower minimum. So um, how did you kind of develop the relationships with these mills and, and fabric suppliers so that you could get these really high-end fabrics added, you know, price point and logistic, you know, logistics that worked for your business model and your client's budget? Yeah, as you can imagine, it's uh, it's quite a tricky question. Yeah. <laughs> um, I worked a lot on that. Um, you know, prior to um, before before launching Dress Art, I actually visited um, a lot of mills in France and Italy, and to find the right partners um, to see the fabrics, to see the quality, and to establish you know reliable um, relationships with um, with everybody basically, um, and the. This helps us a lot um, today. So um, we work a lot with surplus fabrics. Like I said, um, that could be fabrics that you know were ordered in big quantity by um, by fashion brands, but they just left unused. Um, sometimes it's just the end of the collections, and so basically those fabrics might not be suitable for you know for big collections, but mm-hmm. they are perfect for our know small projects like custom-made clothing and uh, we just repurpose them you know trying to anticipate the needs like uh, right now I think we have a quite good understanding of what our clients prefer to see uh, as fabrics and they're just able to pre-select the most suitable options Um, you know step by step we keep an eye on what what's uh, you know what's in stock um at our partner's place and then um on one on the one hand and on the other uh, we always monitor the demands and inquiries coming from our clients you know always trying to anticipate um the demand um i think that our clients uh, prefer uh, you know classic styles and helps a lot as well um they're not really focusing on trends. So we do have some, you know, colorful prints, but the majority um, of clients we deal with um, are very, you know, um, conservative and they prefer to have very classic um, colors. And when it comes to the bright wear, um, I think this is where things get, well, complicated on the one hand, because obviously there is all this minimum that you have to source. Um, mm-hmm. But one it's again, the fact that we normally work with surplus fabrics, um, we try to, you know, anticipate and source um, what is basically needed for our clients. And then we also work with uh, custom-made fabrics that could be hand-painted, especially for every client. So oh, wow. we go even further when it comes to fabric selection. Um, yeah, I know you know our brides also love uh, you know beautiful um, 
high quality um, French lace and we try to anticipate the demand as well. So we would normally work very closely with our partners to make sure we source the right patterns. Just because I think now, by now, we have a quite good understanding of what clients are really searching for. And it, it definitely helps. Yeah, that's really cool. And I, I imagine I've seen some pictures of um, the fabrics you work with on social media and your website, and they look gorgeous. So I'm sure Thank they you. feel the same as well. Yeah, exactly. I, and I guess that's, this is, you know, the most important thing is how you, you feel when you wear your one-of-a-kind items and when they are well-made and, mm-hmm. you know, the quality of fabrics are beautiful and um, you just feel it and you feel more confident. Mm-hmm. And you know, the, the garment will last too. Like it'll be something you can wear many times and wash many times if it's something, you know, if it's a garment that can be thrown in the wash and yeah, then it's going to hold up and look just as beautiful. Yeah. And you know what I noticed that, you know, our clients tend to take care of all about the clothing, uh, the design and the items they received just because they were so much involved into the process. And I think it's um, it's very important from the, uh, you know, educational point of view as well. Um, just because now I think um, consumers do not really pay attention to how to take care of the comment. Um, we just so get used to, you know, buying and then wearing a couple of times and then maybe throwing items away without really taking care of that mm-hmm. and I feel like it's very different um, to when you are actually involved into the design process and you see how how your unique dress is made or suit is made um, you know you're just more conscious how you style the items and you know you try to wear it multiple times as well and you want to make sure it will serve you for years to come so I guess in the mindset of people who are actually willing to design their own clothes also very, very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. You value it more when you've kind of been involved in the process and when you know it's made to fit you, like it, it means more. Um, and then you can take care of it for the long run. And uh, again, another, another uh, thing that... Uh, contributes to the sustainability of you know how how your business operates too is that these clothes are made to be worn again and again and treasured yeah yeah exactly and you know I think that a great point that we work a lot um, with clients from the very beginning what normally happens I guess and this is you know this is the most challenging part probably when it comes to shopping for clothes that the majority of people might not, you know, just think how they would style and if this cut works for them, if, you know, these colors um, suit them, what we do, we basically ask a lot of questions. Well, a lot of questions. I <laughs> know people might get, you know, afraid of getting in touch with us, but um, we ask the most essential questions um, when it comes to uh, designing clothing with us and uh, just to make sure that people understand their personal style and just to avoid you know um, frustration and I guess when you try um, 
you know, imagine yourself. Um, when designing something unique, you start asking yourself a lot of questions, like if you already have similar garments in your wardrobe, if you wear them a lot, what are the colors that, you know, it's better to go for? Mm. Um, and we feel like by asking these questions initially, it just helps, uh, you know, to avoid um, purchase that you would regret in the future. And that probably not the way, you know, people think when they buy online, mm. on, you know, something quickly, just adding to cart without really thinking um, of the, you know, if, if this is exactly the item that they want to have in their wardrobe. Mm -hmm. So you're really helping your clients and like guiding them through creating a wardrobe that really works for them and that they feel confident in. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's so important to, you know, to work and to have a clear conversation with yourself when it comes to, you know, to your own wardrobe, because basically, like, this is what reflects your personality as well. And the more honest you are with yourself on the items that you see yourself wearing, um, the better it is, um, you know, um, the, the less regretful purchases you will make um, in the future. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is, uh, this is very important. Yeah, yeah, I bet. And, and even that's knowledge then your clients can um, go forward with in either ordering more pieces from you or just when they're ordering you know from any other retailer of like you're empowering them with the knowledge of like this is what I want in my closet this is what I like you know these are the colors that fit with the pieces that I already own and that can that I bet is like a huge value to them as well yeah absolutely so for example we uh, we might start with this single with it you know with one item let's say mm -hmm. the dress and then we work with clients and then um she she, she just come, comes back you know designing her own capsule wardrobe with us just because she feels more confident and we help her to you know to style all these things and to put everything together so that items would match one with it, another and that's it, it, it's great because you can see the whole picture you know like in the form of sketches in front of your eyes you don't really have to you know um, to search online um, in multiple locations and then uh, you just basically come in one place and have your capsule wardrobe tailor-made for you the way you want and mm -hmm. um, you just invest in one item but which is perfect for you your body measurements um, the color you want the lens you want and, you know I feel like um it simplifies our life as well. Um, having less items or fewer mm -hmm. pieces in our wardrobe, um, I definitely feel it. You know, it helps. Uh, it, it helps in making you know other choices in life that might be more important than deciding what to wear mm -hmm. in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it makes it it makes it easier to to decide, and it's kind of all already pre, pre curated for you of you know almost anything can match yeah. almost anything else you don't have to like dig through things to find like what do I wear with this piece yeah absolutely awesome so kind of back to the production side of things 
um, you mentioned like you don't have any like physical location. So um, like, how do you handle the production or like the making of the twalls and the final pieces in dress art? Like, do you partner with a factory or do you work with like individual tailors or seamstresses local to that client? Or how do you manage the production of the garments? Because that obviously yes. is still physical. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, you know, we try to offer um, responsible service and we try to localize the production as much as we can. So um, we would definitely uh, match the client with the right uh, tailor and dressmaker located in the area. But we would also have a look um, where the uh, fabrics would be coming from. Mm. And, you know, there are just internal processes that would help us to make the decision where to allocate the item. And the great thing that we work with independent tailors and dressmakers. So um, we really encourage local production and it helps a lot in, you know, to reduce the cost in manufacturing, but also the logistics cost. Mm. And, you know, to decrease the, um, you know, the, the print as well. Um, when mm. you source locally, when the, the items are made locally and it's just I think it's it, it's amazing <laughs> when it comes yeah. to sustainability you're just trying to um, reduce the negative impact that you know probably the logistics um, might have and obviously like it's we always have to choose like it's not you know that there are always priorities and choices and it's not like um, you know, the, the world is beautiful and, um, you know what I mean? We always try to prioritize and select the best option that would meet our needs, but also the clients. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's a very, uh, I would say, it, it's a very interesting, uh, it's a very interesting process of always matching the client with the right dressmaker. Mm-hmm. And as you can imagine, it's quite a complicated one as well. Um, uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> but I think it's, um, you know, it's one of the best ways to approach uh, fashion from a sustainable point of view as well. Mm-hmm. That might not be the easiest one, that's for sure. But, you know, it's just uh, the way we decided to operate at the moment. <laughs> and, and I bet with your, with dress art, being built on so much technology like that's one of the things you can kind of use to your advantage and like you said to the clients and to the planet's advantage too of um being able to work out those logistics to you know try to get production either close to the fabric or close to the client so it's there's less environmental impact and time delay and shipping cost of hopping from place to place back and forth and you know reducing that as much as possible so yeah that's a really cool model exactly um so what are some of the challenges with the dress art business model or with making made to measure one-off garments um because it's it like like you said like it's not always easy like it's it can be difficult to have this type of model it's it's unusual for a fashion brand um 
but you know, there are many advantages as well, but I'm sure there are also challenges that come along with it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There, there are a lot of challenges. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. Especially, like you said, there are not so many brands that, you know, operate this way and they're just basically the best practices that we could probably, you know, rely on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I guess the, um, well, there are many challenges, but I think that um, the most important one um, is related to, uh, you know, to the minimum order of fabrics that we could potentially source. So sometimes you, you just fell in love with particular fabrics and they are great quality. And I personally um, believe in the beauty of fabrics uh, more, than, more than design probably. <laughs> And I think it's so important to um, to choose the right fabric that you would feel confident um, and comfortable when wearing the item. And sometimes it's just not possible to source them. So as we, you know, tend not to um, buy a lot of quantities, and we always work with really small amount of fabrics available, mm-hmm. it might be challenging to you know to satisfy the needs of all clients. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes we have, you know, like the, the requirements, I don't know, um, to source something very, uh, you know, very particular and very special. But for example, those fabrics just not sold, um, you know, in the market and our partners don't have it. So unfortunately, uh, we could not satisfy the needs of some clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody is happy to produce, you know, uh, just for one one comment mm-hmm. um so it's definitely it's definitely a challenge um for us then when it comes to um it, you know the fact that we try to localize the production as much as we can also has you know, um it's pros and cons obviously and with the pandemic you know when you have one country closed then Mm-hmm. Another country closed is definitely a risk. Um, when you have, let's say, everybody localized in one particular country, and I guess that's because of the pandemic when we started to, you know, expand our network of partners uh, just to avoid the situation like that. But it's definitely a challenge. But I mean, if you have a factory working for your brands like you did in one country, it's it's the same story. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are not so many things we can, you know, we can do with it. And then, you know, um, another challenge is, um, I guess, related to the mindset of consumers as well. Um, just because we need to educate, um, you know, to educate people more how the clothing is made, how the garments are made, and you know, all these issues that exist in the fashion industry. Um, but also to teach them um, how to, you know, shop for clothes mindfully. And it's not only related to um, custom clothing, uh, just because it's really such a niche, but I feel like the more education is needed, um, you know, for people to understand how the garments are made and, you know, what it takes to create one particular item. Um, I mean, it's not, five minutes and it's it's ready there Mm -hmm. is um there is a huge process behind it and i just i know that people don't realize how much work people put into creating a collection and 
um, you know, yeah, I guess we just need to encourage uh, more uh, consumers and how to, you know, shop more responsibly. And yeah, it's just a, a, a general <laughs> observation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a challenge for many businesses. Like, it sounds like there are some challenges specific to your model, but then yeah. also some, like, like the education of, of the clients or the customers about more ethical clothing practices or, you know, fabric quality or just building a, a uh, wardrobe that they value is something I think a lot of businesses deal with and um, it's becoming more and more of a topic that's discussed, which I love to see um, that clients are more, more often shopping from brands that match their values and caring about um, how their clothes are made, which um, is really a fun evolution to see that become, like come more to light in the general public. Yeah. Um, So on the flip side, um, what is your favorite thing about um, running dress art so far? And actually, how long have you been in business? Um, So I would say it's been a while, but the model that we see now, um, it's like three years and a half. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So what has been the most uh, exciting thing about running dress art so far? And are there any uh, projects or new things that you're working on that you'd like to share? Yeah, so um, I think that my favorite part is, you know, seeing client vision come into life. And it's just amazing that you receive, you know, um, reviews and positive feedback and when you really see people struggling to find that the items they envision and there's basically nobody that that is willing to help them to me it's you know um it's just such i, I don't know i i really <laughs> feel so happy about helping others and mm-hmm. i guess it's just it's the the beautiful part of doing what we do like i say it's like you know uh, it, it, it's incredible. We we do not tailor uh, clothing. Like I said, we we tailor dreams. You know, <laughs> and it's what makes dress art special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, as for the projects, um, there are a lot of things that are going on at the moment. Um, you know, like I said, we um, we launched actually um, a, a while back. We launched the first um, AR wedding collection. And it got um, a very positive, you know, uh, feedback from the media as well. And that was the first um, one where no materials were used. So um, it wasn't incredible to see dresses in AR. And we are working on launching more collections like that um, to help clients visualize the dresses and to inspire them to design, you know, their dream garments with us so we launched um an nft collection that you know people who are you know into nft world can (laughs) just hop online and um, buy a collection sorry not a collection but um, a design package that would allow them to design their own clothing with us but also value you know a digital item um, as well so um, there are a couple of projects um, going on that are connected to um, digital fashion at the moment and 
you know, we're always working on improving the services, obviously, and on, you know, offering even more services that would be beneficial to our clients. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, we have noticed that by helping um, women design one-of-a-kind items, um, we really um, stepped quite deep into the topic of personal style and we got to have more and more inquiries from clients, you know, asking uh, for some guidance. Um, and, you know, these inquiries were not necessarily connected into uh, connected to the um, production of custom garments. Um, there were more about coaching and, you know, just advice. And we decided to launch one-to-one -one session just, you know, to, to give our expertise and to guide clients who feel that they might be lost with their wardrobe or they cannot find their personal style. Um, so this is just additional service that we launched um, a few weeks ago and, you know, as a result, clients could have um, a kind of checklist of what works best for their body shape and their lifestyle. But, you know, it's more than just styling advice. It's really conversation that we try to establish with everybody who wants to use this service. And they might want to, to design their own capsule wardrobe with us as a result, but they might want to shop, you know, independently. And we would advise um, where to find the right items, just because so far we have um, such an amazing network of, you know, sustainable brands um, that we've just been partnering with um, for the last few years. Um, have many friends who have, you know, their own fashion brands. Always happy to you to advise on the things that we cannot produce in Dressart. But I always feel that sometimes people, you know, are afraid um, of designing their capsule wardrobe straight away. They just, when they particularly, you know, starting um, mm -hmm. this journey of personal style and sometimes they feel more confident and secure in the mind, you know, ready to wear clothing. And I feel it's, it's okay as well. If you decide to, you know, to build your personal style this way and then get back to us um, designing perhaps, you know, a special occasion suit or dress or um, something like that. So yeah, services like that, um, I just feel that they are beneficial um, to our clients and I'm always happy to, to help whenever we can. Yeah, th those are all the exciting projects. Thanks for sharing. Um, it, it really sounds like you, know, you, you mentioned this earlier too, that you really like to help people find the clothing that really fits, you know, what they're dreaming of and what they're, what they need for their lifestyle. Um, so yeah, congratulations on all those things. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. So I have one more question that I ask at the end of every interview, which is if you could communicate one value to the world through the clothes that you make in dress art, what would it be? Oh my gosh, uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think. Um, one value that is related to the clothes or what exactly should it be? It could be anything, like what do you want the clothes to communicate or, or say, or how do you want people to feel wearing your clothes? I guess could be another way to put it. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, um, I think that it, this is 
you know, at the very core, we do um, address art as we, you know, encourage women to embrace their uniqueness and design clothes that reflect their personal style and unique style. So um, I guess, you know, clothing should really reflect who you are and nobody should be afraid, you know, of expressing themselves. And there's, there's always a way to communicate your personality. Um, even if you feel like, you know, you work in a corporate environment when there is basically nothing you can add. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, feeling great in the club you wear is definitely, um, is definitely the best part of, you know, designing your own club. And I feel like um, this is what we, we should just be aiming, you know, when we buy clothing and no matter if it's custom made or you shop somewhere, you know, uh, independently, um, just should always keep in mind if these items reflect your personal style and reflect who you are. And this is, you know, one of the best way to ensure that you will wear it for years to come. Mm, I love that. Um, Well, this has been such a great conversation, Natalie. Thanks for joining me today. Um, Where can people find out more about Dress Art online? So um, we're on social media, obviously, um, Instagram, Twitter. uh, We have recently uh, launched a YouTube channel as well, where I share our behind the scenes and uh, my personal journey of designing uh, my wedding dress and, you know, wedding outfit for um, civil ceremony as well so definitely check it out and then um you know our website it's the way to connect with us um to fill in the form and to send us an inquiry and then we're always very quick and responding so uh, yeah we're online (laughs) everywhere you could possibly find us awesome well i will include links to all those places in the show notes and thank you again for joining me today Thank you very much for having me. It's my pleasure. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. I'm Allison Haynes, and I hope you join me again for the next episode of How Fitting.